This is Saurabh and you're listening to my favorite talk show, The Weekly Show with Aditya. This is episode 300 on the 16th of December 2020. Remember the date. We have a very special episode in store tonight as the discussion around the 300 episode gets more real. Part 2 of this episode will be the discussion around the connection between school bags and road learning. Let's start episode number 300. Twenty-six June 2018 will be forever etched in history because that day the weekly show with Aditya was born which changed the way one views and watches talk shows. And tonight on 16th December 2020, it is once again the year of greatness as we celebrate the 300th episode of the greatest talk show on the planet. Let's look back at all the milestones achieved in the past 12 months. 2020 started with the 150th episode followed by the 175th episode on 28th February 2020. It further went historical as the 200th episode was celebrated on 27th of April 2020. The talk show in its celebration of the 225th episode added to its repertoire with an interview with author Ketan Bhagat and director Uday Singh. And while the rest of the world views 2020 as a reset button. The weekly show with Aditya has fast forwarded 2020 as it catapults into the year 2021. Has anything changed in the past 12 months? Well, that depends on one's perception and so far nothing much has changed for me. Whatever happened in 2020 stays in 2020. But let's focus on the 300th episode and close the window on whatever is happening in the outside world, which is anyways questionable. Not often does one celebrate 300 talk show episodes in a space of just 30 months, which means the consistency in the year 2019 and the year 2020 over the past two and a half years and this talk show has boldly gone where no one has gone before. As a popular individual says, why fret over the uncontrollables? Fret over what is in your control and the talk show is in complete control as the 300th episode will remain edged in history for 
ever. In a year where the term lifestyle became synonymous with besetting it, though what lifestyle actually means is something one can discuss at a later point in time, the world may perceive 2020 as a year of looking at yourself and resetting one's priorities. For me, it's been a year of greatness. Though there is still a long way to go to make this show the greatest talk show ever. So remember the date 16th December 2020. Because this talk show is going nowhere and 2021 will also be full of surprises. one of this episode. Stay tuned for part two. When we think of a school student, what is the first thing that comes to our mind? What is the first thing that we pictureize? Six to 18 year olds waiting on their bus stops at 6 in the morning and then reaching schools around 7 a.m., lugging their heavy bags, going to the classroom, dumping their bags on their desks, taking out the books, and when the teacher comes in the class, reciting in a robotic tone, good morning, ma'am or sir, and then the teacher says, take out your books and read chapter X, Y, Z. That's how fictional movies or storylines have been created to show what a school student goes through. Complex timetables having multiple registers for the same subjects, homework being given for no reason whatsoever, Students eagerly lining up outside the staff room to ask teachers, what all do we have to study for this exam? What all is not coming? Which subjects or which particular chapters do we give weightage to? And then the same students after the school ends at 2 p.m. go home, eat something quickly and then rush to their centers where they once again recite after whatever the teacher says or when they are given three modules by the respective coaching centers and that is how a student's life has been in this part of the world and it is an accepted norm. It was always known that Carrying multiple books in the bags would put pressure on the children's bags, but nobody bothered about the same because carrying multiple books was a part of how studious a student is and how much the teacher is focusing on certain aspects of learning. But was there ever learning? Has there ever been learning? Well, there has been no learning per the definition of what the term learner and learning means in 
the 20th or the 21st century or as we progress into the 22nd century it has always been rote learning so is there any connection between rote learning and heavy school bags well, it ain't surprising that the education bodies have suddenly woken up from their deep slumber and are concerned about the weight of the bags on the students back so these education bodies in their fictional concern about students burden on their bags have come with certain rules and regulations around homework as well as infrastructural changes now the term homework has been replaced by aptitude reasoning and intelligence but the moot point is that exactly 2 years ago i wrote an article about heavy school bags and learning processes let's revise my article written 2 years ago school children are often known to stuff their bags with books not required in the days prescribed schedule simply because they want to prove to everyone that they are a studious lot toys in high school often make a beeline for tuition centers after school so that is extra baggage too tuition centers do not have any organized schedule which in effect forces children to carry all the modules provided since these tuition centers do not allow time for self study and schedule forces students to work on the assigned homework in the school itself instead of forcing homework on students self study should be encouraged they can also provide a weekly report of what they studied with a view to having their doubts discussed in class it's indeed a celebratory movement because my views from the article have indeed been implemented by the various educational governing bodies as they look for students at self study if these educational bodies want a real change as far as the definition of study changes from homework to aptitude and actual learning then the first step is to make sure that whatever the students learn in school when they go back home they have gone back home wiser and more knowledgeable if they have to make a beeline to tuition centers even after all the efforts made by the teachers then all this learning process is just a waste of time all this talk about aptitude and reducing and changing the perception of homework has no effect on any one it's a universal question why do students make a beeline for tuition centers post school because they are worried about the various competitive exams because they think that schools do not give them the ready made modules unless this need for free modules perception changes that all they need to do is just open the modules and lap up whatever is there 
and repeat that in exams and any other such thing. The discussion around the weight of school bags versus homework versus rote learning will be just what it is, another empty vessel debate. Know more about what I said in the article. You can read it on my website, thedusra.net. This ends part B of part 1 of this episode. Stay tuned for part 2. Tonight is the night of celebration. Now why not have a song titled Celebration? Let's start. Ease up a little bit because I want to want you for the money spent. Well, that's fine to guide you by my side. Let's go for a long ride. In my car, I'll drive you to my star. Out in space won't matter where we are. Hey, hey, yeah. A celebration about time. A generation out of line. Yeah. A revolutions in everyone. Blame the gun. Blame the gun. Ease up a little bit because I have to have you. Ease up a little bit. If you're mine, I'll find you by my side. Let's go for a long ride. In my car, I'll drive you to my star. Out in space won't matter where we are. Hey, hey, yeah. A celebration about time. A generation out of line. Yeah. The revolutions in everyone. Blame the gun. Yeah, yeah. Hey ya, hey ya, a celebration about time, a generation out of line, ya. The revolutions in everyone, blame the celebration about time, a generation out of line, yay. The revolutions in everyone, blame the gun. This ends part two of this episode stay tuned for reading section one reading section one agatha christie labors of hercules chapter two the learnian hydra so far we have seen that the detective Hercule Poirot has been visited by a new client and he is contemplating whether to accept the job or not. Let's continue the conversation between Poirot and Dr. Oldfield. Monsieur Poirot, Dr. Oldfield sprang to his feet. Calm yourself, said Hercule Poirot and sit down again. We will take it then that you did not poison your wife. But your practice, I imagine, is situated in a country district. Yes, market, low borough in Berkshire. I have always realized that it was the kind of place where people gossiped 
a good deal, but I never imagined that it could reach the lens it has done. He drew his chair a little forward. Monsieur Poirot, you have no idea of what I have gone through. At first, I had no inkling of what was going on. I did notice that people seemed less friendly, that there was a tendency to avoid me. But I put it down to, to the fact of my recent bereavement. Then it became more marked. In the street, even people will cross the road to avoid speaking to me. My practice is falling off. Wherever I go, I am conscious of lower voices of unfriendly eyes that watch me whilst malicious tongues whisper their deadly poison. I have had one or two letters, vile things. He paused and then went on. And, and I don't know what to do about it. I don't know how to fight this. This wild network of lies and suspicion. How can one refute what is never said openly to your face and powerless trap and slowly and mercilessly being destroyed? Poirot nodded his head thoughtfully. He said, yes, humor is indeed the nine-headed hydra of Lernia, which cannot be exterminated because as fast as one head is cropped off, two grow in its place. Let's analyze this particular dialogue by this character. This novel was written over a hundred years ago and yet the perception of rumors, the way this doctor is trying to fight as he says in his own words, this wild network of lies and suspicion. Well, a hundred years later, this has been given a more prominent name, pseudo-media or social media. So if Poirot, the character, was reinvented today, he would say that Humor is indeed the nine-headed hydra of Lernia, which cannot be exterminated because as fast as one head is cropped off, two grow in its place. Well, in the 20th century, we would say that social media is indeed the humor of the 21st century, the nine-headed hydra of Lernia, which cannot be exterminated because as fast as one post or one tweet is deleted to come in its place. And going by this experience, humor has always existed. The networks of lies, suspicion and false news, what is now given the embellishment of fake news has always existed. There were no good times, whether it's the 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, and now the pseudo-media has only added fuel to the fire because of the fast-paced network it creates. How will the great detective Hercule Poirot help his client circumnavigate the network of lies and suspicion and how 
he will be able to distinguish the lies and the rumors from the actual facts and figures we shall find out in the next episode so stay tuned for this special reading section from the labors of hercules agatha christie chapter 2 ends reading section 1 of tonight's episode stay tuned for reading section 2 welcome to reading section 2 pj woodhouse the arms omnibus from the book step upper lip chips chapter 19 what i expected him to remember his position as a clerk in holy orders he should have complained to me and i would have seen it to that robert made ample apology a sound like the shot heard round the world rang through the room it was sniffy snorting apology she cried having got the snot out of her system what's the good of apologies harold took the only possible course he sailed in and laid rodrick out cold as anyone would have done in his place anyone who had not his cloth to think of for goodness sake uncle watkin a fellow can't be thinking of cloth all the time it was an emergency roderick was murdering gussie fink nottel and mr pinker stopped him great heavens there was a pause while pot basset struggled with his feelings then stiffy as stinker had done with spoot had a shot at the honeyed word she had spoken of Tinker going to spoot like a turtle dove, and if memory served me right, that was just how he had cooed, and it was of a cooing turtle dove that she now reminded me. Like most girls, she can always get a melting note into her voice if she thinks there is any percentage to be derived from it. not like you uncle watkin to go back on your solemn promise i could have corrected her there i would have thought it was just like him how will pop basset respond to stiffy's accusation and all the chaos surrounding roderick stinker and gussie fink nottel Let's find out in the next episode. So do not forget to listen reading section two of the next episode. This ends reading section two. Stay tuned for reading section three. Welcome to reading section three of episode number three hundred from the book 
David Baltachi's The Fix. So far, we have seen the introduction of two main characters, and Berkshire and Walter Babney. They are in front of the FBI building and something dramatic is about to happen as our main protagonist Amos Decker enters. He is on the way to a meeting at the FBI headquarters and let's see what happens next. He was not looking forward to it. He sensed that a change was coming and Decker did not like change. He had experienced enough of it in the last two years to last him a lifetime. He had just settled into a new routine with the FBI and he wanted to keep it that way. Yet apparently that was out of his control. He stepped around a barricade that had been set up on the sidewalk and that stretched way into the street. A manhole cover surrounded by an orange web barrier had been opened and workers were congregated around that area. One man in a hard hat emerged at the opening of the manhole and was passed a tool by another man. Most of the other workers stood around some drinking coffee and others chatting. Nice work if you can get it, thought Decker. He saw Dabney up ahead but didn't focus on him. Decker didn't see Berkshire because he wasn't looking that far up the street. He passed by the garage entrance and nodded at the uniformed FBI security officer in a small window guard shack situated on the sidewalk. The ramrod straight man nodded back, his eyes covered by sunglasses as his gaze dutifully swept the street. His right hand was perched on top of his holstered service weapon. It was a 9mm chambered with spear gold dot G2 rounds that every used because of their penetration capability. One shot, one down could have been the ammo's motto. Then again, most ammo would do that as long as it hit the intended target in the right place. A bird zipped across in front of Decker, perched on a lamp post and looked down curiously at the passerby. The air was Chilly and Deckard shivered a bit even in his thick pullover. The sun was hiding behind cloud cover that had materialized on the horizon about an hour before, passed over the Potomac and settled upon Washington like a grey dome. Up ahead, Dabney was nearing the end of the block where he would turn left. The FBI's business appointments entrance was located down there. Years ago, public tours were freely given and people could view the famed FBI lab and watch special agents practicing their aim on the shooting range. 
in the modern era of terrorism that was no more after 9/11 the tours were cancelled but then restarted in 2008 the fbi had even put in an education center for visitors but a request for a visit had to be filed at least a month ahead of time to allow the fbi to do a thorough background check most federal buildings were now simply fortresses hard to get into and maybe harder to get out of dabney slowed as he approached the corner what will walter dabney do next find out in reading section 3 of the next episode this ends reading section 3 and episode number 300 on this historic night of 16th december 2020 remember the date for more awesome content tune in to the next episode of the weekly show with other